Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Black Clock Podcast. I'm Car- I, uh, who are you? Alex. Who's wow. this? <laughs> well, why are you here? <laughs> it's in uh, my house. Very rude. That I was going to introduce myself, but you know what? That was a great introduction. Since you're a special guest, uh, yes. I'll let you introduce yourself first. <laughs> so I'm Alex, and some people call me Carl sometimes. That's right. By mistake, I guess. By mistake, yeah. right. Uh, Neither of those are his names, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a name. <laughs> No, the dubber. We call him. A, we call him Guy. Three. A U. Hey Guy. Hey Guy. <laughs> Guy's uh, actually a name here, though, right? And Indeed. I'm Dimitri. I'm also here, but in English too. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah. What's his middle name? The. The. <laughs> guy the Ritchie. But if your middle name is Guy, and um, your first name is like Boris Black. <laughs> what? No, but like, I'm like thinking of like that movie, Beat Joe Black. Really? So there's this is, a, this is <laughs> well, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. What if his middle name is Black? Meet Joe Black, but then he marries someone named Guy. So it's Meet Joe Black Guy. <laughs> that can actually fuck? happen, right? Uh, well, because listen, yes, guys, you don't have to always take the male's name. So if Meet Joe Black. Joe Black marries another person, <laughs> a woman, and Black. her last name is her name is Jennifer Guy. Guy. Yeah. Then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna be. Progressive, and take take her, la- <laughs> take her last name. So my, his name would be Meet Joe. Meet Joe. <laughs> what is his first name? Meet Joe. I don't know. His name. His name's not Meet. Eh? It's Joe. No, it's Joe. It's I don't like, remember that movie. I, I am Jason Bourne. Identity. <laughs> wow. My, my first name is Meet Joe. <laughs> last name Black Guy. <laughs> Oh, because I never saw it. it was at the, it's like Brad Pitt and at the opera. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. Eh? That so that's a great introduction. Did we cut great. all that out and really? No, 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 that's why we keep that in there. God damn! Is it because you're drinking Coors Light in like champagne glasses again? No, just because we're this getting older, a... we're starting to get dementia. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting to forget where we are. <sighs> so, what we're doing. And I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Kevin White. <laughs> I you know what? Guy. No, they're shot exactly. <laughs> also, guy. <laughs> also, guy. <laughs> and this is uh, going to be our last episode. <laughs> um, Living on top. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, in homage of uh, the movie Meet Joe Black, and it works with uh, with with what we're talking about today. What's that, Carl? <sighs> uh, homage watches, yay or nay? When to buy? Yeah, it, okay? if it's for you, um, what we think about the old homage thing. You're right. Um, probably going to tangent on some stuff about replicas, watches too, I guess. Who knows? Well, in some way, they're 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 trying to pay an homage. Are they? <laughs> no, they're trying to make a quick buck on the someone uh, well, else. And we'll talk about that, right? <laughs> That's good. But before we get into that, how are you guys doing, man? How's your week been, Dimitri? Uh, well, I just, you know, I don't know, I've been singled out here. Uh, it was okay. It was, thank you for asking. I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was busy, busy, <laughs> as usual. How was the weather? It's good. Uh, the weather thing is pretty good. Yeah, good weather yeah. we're having. Uh, what else? What else? <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll continue on that. Uh, first week back from vacation, always the worst. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh man, it was a hard week. Really, really hard. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man, starting to be a fun podcast today. Oh we're man, still, we're just starting it. We just started the break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been quite a, a rough week, and um, yeah, so uh, let's just jump right into the wrist check. You guys good with that? I'll start. Uh, How about I start? I, have to do, I, I think there's a little mm. cracking here on the... Yeah, that's not mic. That's headphones, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We'll cut that out. 
We'll cut that out. So, so, you, sorry, yep. so on the wrist check, I today am wearing my Panerai 754, the uh, Black Seal Radio Mirror, on its original OEM black uh, leather strap. Very comfortable. Very nice. I went out today to do, to run some errands stuff. And I have to say, you know, I, I was talking about your Tudor and the loom that I had noticed on it. Yep. And I actually said, oh, another watch I have a great loom is my um, Seiko Sumo. But I actually forgot because I think you were borrowing my my Panerai that week that we sh- yep. shared, we exchanged. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And uh, my Panerai has also incredible loom because <laughs> I was down <clears throat> to go in the cold space, the cold cellar earlier and... Um, the loom is just like also ridiculous on this watch. So, yep, Panerai seven five four Black Seal. And what are you wearing, Dimitri? Um, actually, I have a new addition to my uh, watch collection. <clears throat> oh, yeah, um, a few uh, uh, acquaintances of mine uh, gave me a watch for my accomplices of mine gave me a watch for my birthday. It's the uh, Rakita uh, World Timer, <clears throat> World Time. Yeah, in Russian, it's actually called the uh, Rakita uh, Series. Because it has names of cities. Watch. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> watch, watch one. <laughs> watch two. Give you time. Which watch you have? Three. <laughs> oh, uh, I have watch four. <laughs> uh, oh, mine is newer. <laughs> well, it's like an iPhone. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's a cool watch. It's a vintage. I already put some pictures on, the, on our Instagram. It's um, it's a vintage Soviet watch from like the 70s, I believe. But it's hard really to determine the, the actual. You didn't actually have a date. It's probably from a gen right well as much as i've read about like just soviet era watches it's very difficult to pinpoint a particular uh, year because there's a lot of like frankenstein uh, franken watches in there and uh, it's i think the production was somewhere between like mid 70s to mid 80s or something like this yeah and you need so, a lot of real <clears throat> i think connoisseurs because they have batches and i don't know how meticulous they were in marking what was coming out of the factories uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, so. I, and and this watch is um, it, it's very it, it's a, it's a little bit gimmicky, but it's very cool. Yeah, it's a gimmick. Basically, it has a rotating bezel that has a lot a lot of different cities written on him. I like the fact that it's Russian, right? Like you guys probably can't read a single word there. No, yep. um, Raket is the only word I've made out, and the number four. You know, you know. By the way, you know what rocket? Like Raketa is a rocket. Yes, it's a rocket. Right? I knew because you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> you just said it. Uh, uh, oh, you're clever. <laughs> you're clever one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> They don't um, call me Kevin White for nothing. There's a few uh, <laughs> Kevin White guy. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Um, Damn. So uh, it, it, the funny thing is that it has a lot of different cities in there, and but it's not just cities. So it's it's a weird mix between cities and like a couple like states just kind of make make their appearance there, as well as I think there's um, um yeah I think there's a, yeah I think there's a few states and mostly cities so it's an interesting mix it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me to be honest yeah I think that's why cool. your acquaintances bought it for you yeah but I mean oh, jokes <laughs> Inter- aside interesting watch because it doesn't make that much sense <laughs> it's it, it's it's it, it is cool I find it's very cool <clears throat> um one very interesting thing to think about it I think is um the way to change the date there's a spring you have to pull a crown you don't turn it to change the, the to change the date uh, you have to pull the crown and it resets. It's it's like a spring-loaded uh, uh, action. But yeah, uh, all all jokes aside, uh, thanks guys. This is fucking awesome as a gift. And uh, so I was, uh, I was, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wear it. I was worried about the um, the strap that it came with. How is the strap? Uh, the strap is um, uh, I, the only thing I can uh, like. The only thing that bu- uh, bugs me a little bit is that it's reversed. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's very difficult to tighten it when oh. I put it on. Yeah, they do like a pilot style, already. Like, uh, yeah, and I find that the strap is a little bit too rough. It's good that it's brand new. It, it like it's it's nice to have See a brand new strap. See if it softens in. Uh, for sure, it will probably soften in, but the like it's it's a it's a big like cut of like leather, right? right. So it, it's just very rugged. It's very. Was, it doesn't. It, it's gonna take time for sure. It's gonna basically take the shape of my uh, wrist. I was scared it was gonna be shit. The what? Well, the strap. Oh, you. I was scared it was gonna be shit. Oh, well, no, it's, I, I mean, like, I'm sure you can change them, but uh, I, I like it the way right now, uh, the way it is right now. Maybe I'll put it on the NATO after. This one uh, it seems to be pretty narrow. I feel it's like, like 18 or so. Yeah, we can, uh, we can measure uh, it out there. Yeah. Well, I was scared it was going to be shit because normally when you buy stuff like, it's always the from strap Russia. that shit. <laughs> well, no, no, no. When you buy off eBay and you, you're, you're searching for stuff, Chrono, like, oh, I put on this strap and it's shit, you know? So speaking of shit, Carl. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex. Whatever your name is. You. Today. Hey, guy. Hey guy. <laughs> hey you. I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> My first name is Micho. Meet Micho. <laughs> Last name black guy. <laughs> because he's a progressive. <laughs> so uh, he's not part of the system. <laughs> oh, Goddamn. God um, today I'm wearing my uh, Geno. So it's a. Uh, For people who didn't understand that, he said Geno. 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 Yeah, so my Geno. Um, I was wearing it this week because. Um, Which Geno do you have? It's well. There's only Ocean Rover. If oh, you want, really? the, yeah. yeah if you want the exact um, was reference, it, was it ever in space? <laughs> no. Ah. Ocean Rover, <laughs> not Moon <laughs> Rover. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay, but you're a tool. That's for sure. <laughs> but not in the shed. <laughs> uh, so reference is the 181070 um, JSLYD. Just lid. So that's the. Um, the reason is the G is the gold and the S is the sand. It, that's 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 the the reason why. And that watch is the uh, people don't know it's the black enamel dial, the sword hands, red seconds with the blue bezel and like the sand coloring Gold, to the numbers, index. the golden indes yeah. indices. And it's uh, the Ocean Rover one because they just came out with a new one. So this is what they have is their considered in-house caliber, which is really just an ETA. Well, the new ones actually have a Salida SW two hundred. Or I think so. It's a lead I know, but I'm not sure if it's the S, the 200, but I think it is. I think it's 200, pretty sure. Yeah. So it's an homage to a Submariner. It's a spec for spec, the same thing. <laughs> um, it's really a high quality watch for the price it is. At least I feel uh, like it. I'm going to talk a bit about that later. Uh, and the reason I was wearing it is because the episode today, uh, since I got my Pelagos, that watch has zero wrist time. Uh, are you um uh, gonna keep it? Or are you gonna try to? Uh, I'm gonna sell it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting there slowly but surely. It's it's a very nice watch, but it it fits very well with the uh, the the topic of today's conversation. Right? Mm -hmm. So I I'm I'm quite curious to hear your uh, opinions about uh, the general, let's say, justification of existence for a homage or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I bring that to cars. Later on, so I feel like I feel like I know your opinion already, and I think I think I also know your opinion just by yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll start with with Kevin because he showed us he has like something like twenty five pages of notes. Yeah, he's <laughs> so Carl he's can't Carl, Carl can't read, guys. So it's okay. Let's. There's no okay. images, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's like a lot of words, but so anyway, I just the idea was um before we jump into that uh so the idea is like what's an homage and should you buy one. Is it a waste of money? Is there a justification to it? So the first thing that I wanted to talk about, I go, let's, let's go with something hyper expensive that people 
may not be able to justify. So, Audemars Piguet, Royal Oak, Nautilus's, uh, whatever the case may be, you're looking at um, a $20,000 watch. So, that $20,000 watch, let's be honest here, some people, and we may be one of those that may, but some people may never spend that kind of money on a watch. Hell, they may never spend five grand on a watch. And to them, they, they like their watch, and they, they're just never going to be able to. And add now availability. It's not available anywhere. Yeah. Or a limited edition watch that came out and you're never going to see it again, but then gets then recreated. Those, are I think, are the biggest justifications to get it. I'm not saying it's a good reason, but I think that's why people get them. I, it's too expensive, or I can never find them, or they're not available. And that's why people uh, probably, you know, pivot towards buying it. Now, the conversation is here, would you spend one? Would you buy a, Would you buy an homage watch? And what is an homage watch? I, I, let's uh, perhaps um, kind of just say our uh, initial opinion about whatever they do or not, and then elaborate. Right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I I would say from my perspective, uh, it's a hundred percent no for an homage. And and I'm not saying uh, like an homage. I'm not. You know, I'll explain myself. It's not. I'm not saying hundred percent no to an homage in general. I'm saying hundred percent no to a company copying some other company's famous design like my to benefit from to, pr- to piggyback let's say on the success of that watch and or get cash for some how much of work. a copy though well but Sometimes that's it but that's it exactly homage, it's, it's, right? it, I'm, exactly it's not like a black or white it's there's more there's devils devil in the details right All right so i am totally for let's say uh what let's say Tudor is doing right because they're doing mm-hmm. an homage to like an old sub by making the bb58 yes, right i agree and that's an a sub from like the 60s totally fine the same company that bid it like i'm i'm totally okay with let's say a company making an homage to their own vintage watch or something like that right i'm not okay there are a lot of them doing it longine is doing it. Yeah. and and to that that's point fine. in yeah. the last 2 years let's be honest here vintage has been the real trend since 2018. Yeah. Everything was smaller watches, vintage style, heritage collections, uh, you know, reissue, you know, all these different pieces. It's all been very, and I'm going to use the word vintage inspired, but it's vintage inspired homage. Um, I just put on Carl's uh, Genot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is spec, right? Spec to spec. Spec to, to spec. spec. The is, only it, is the weight the... also uh, the same as a... I think it's close. Yeah? I think it's close. I don't own a Submariner, so... <laughs> I, the, only thing I, the only thing I feel is that the crown kind of sticks out a little bit too much. I feel like the regular submarine is a bit more uh, subtle. Apparently but I, the same. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll try to basically explain, let's say, why I don't like homage in one situation. Let's say like Gino, for example, I find that they don't have an original idea. They chose something that's already created, that's already that you know, people put a lot of time and effort into and money into making and something that has a lot of history and uh, a lot of um, um, uh, following, let's say, and they copied that idea to profit from it, right? So that's how I see it. And they got dinged hard, you know, because a lot of people say it was this guy who made Chinese yeah. copies, right? Yeah. And then he went yeah. off and did his own brand, legit, and from the money of doing, yeah. of making I, replicas. I have counter arguments for that, but <clears throat> I'll let you finish your own. Yeah, I mean, like a... Uh, uh, I, I think I kind of want to leave it up to a discussion, right? I'll just add a few more points there. So for me, like the way I, I try to define what an homage is, it's um, it's a well. I mean, we're talking about watches, right? So it's a watch that mimics uh, the look of a famous watch, um, a, f- a famous and a lot more expensive, right? You you usually don't uh, 
make an homage to a watch that's more expensive or equal in price than the original, right? So an homage would be a watch that mimics the look of a famous and a lot more expensive watch and sells it for a fraction of a price, right? So a company that lives off that, 100%, Steinhardt. Yes. Steinhardt is known for taking famous, the 1655 Steve McQueen uh, Explorer, which is tens of thousands of dollars and you're never going to get it, ever. But they make a version of it. And we're talking about high quality, mid-range, so price, Swiss. So they're putting a Swiss movement, mid-range. They're going to give you a quality piece for five, six hundred bucks that will look at like something, paying homage to it that you'll never, ever be able to buy because they just don't make them anymore. So uh, for you know people who are listening to the podcast, not me, what's mid-range price-wise? Less than a G. For him? Less uh, than a G. Uh, no, uh, le- le- less than K, a G. No, but less than a G. Canadian? Uh, no, I'll say US. I, 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 I've, I was looking at them also while I was kind of preparing for this uh, episode. Um yeah, like, I mean, they're just famous, right? There are a lot of other companies that make uh, uh, Submariner uh, homages, right? In terms of price value, I think they're pretty decent. I think they're, they're one of the best um, in price value. It's like 650 US, I think, for Yeah, for, for and the they're putting right? in a Swiss-grade movement, and the quality of the watch is actually really high. They put sapphire bezels, ceramic bezels. How would you say, how would you say it ranks against this? No, this Genoa? is the top. Genoa is the top. Genoa is like a super copy. Oh, yeah, and you can get it cheaper. Like uh, I got it cheaper. You write a review, right? But the uh, the idea was, Steinhardt has a lot more options, and this is not exactly a Submariner, right? This is Sword Hands. This has a different color wave. It's it's not even the Mercedes hands. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, and this is the, okay. This is fine because yeah. you know, like Rolex, Rolex did not, do not does not own. Let's say does not have ownership of like the the, the the classical diver watch shape, right? Right. So a lot of companies that make watches, right? Yeah, the rotating bezel, the crown guard that's protruding like this is it, it, they're similar. Yeah. Um, so, is a sub order in twenty click or sixty? It's 120 click. I think. I thought yeah. it was a, a sixty. I know Anthony's uh, GMT is a sixty click. He probably is a fake. Yeah, of course. Someone check that that out real quick. But he's on homage. It's called the Brolex. Let me give you. uh, uh, Let me ask you a question though about this. So, CWC, the Royal Navy diver, is an homage. It's an homage to the Rolex diver that they were giving out to the military, and then Rolex lost the contract because it was too expensive to give everyone a freaking Rolex. Really? So, (laughs) So the ocean, the Royal Navy diver. Looks like it, just like the Boulevard. But does Moon. it look like it because of contracts? Specification? Yes. Yeah, exactly, right? So but is it an homage or just going through spec? It's like saying, like. It's paying tribute to it, exactly. Speedmaster, they're the speed. following specs. Yeah. All the other ones are homages or they're just following the same specs, no, right? No, For you're contract. right. They're following specs. But that that's an interesting point that you bring up. But, but let's take, for example, um, CWC did close down. And then they opened up again with new ownership and they started to make the watches. Are they paying homages to their old pieces? Is my Hoyer Monaco 11 an homage to the original Caliber 11? Probably. But it's the same company. It's the same lineage. So it kind of maybe cancels itself out because of that. Companies paying homages to their past watches yeah, the same brand is not is the same. same. We're same talking brand, about yeah. different brands, same look, right? And it, for me, if it's uh, because of specification, I don't feel it's an homage at all. And I'll bring that to the car world. Everyone at some point is going to say, oh, they all look the same, the cars right now, right? All the sedans look kind of the same. And the reason they do, it's because of regulation. Crash tests and uh, fuel efficiency and all those things, right? So they have to meet some specification. Right. And at some point, that shape is the best. And well, I think, yeah, but, like but I have I to think disagree with you with that. a pretty good example, right? 
because there's a rule book that they have to follow and the cars just the same they don't have to look the same right yeah, but, but what about but how does that fit with watches because earlier no we were seeing different brands that look the same is it an homage for the other brand like it depends for me if it's for a contract so following specification yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's not a homage I agree. they're all yeah. following spec yeah. like if it's a same brand for a different generation of watch yes it's an homage and if it's a brand a different brand is look pretty much the same but it wasn't for contract or anything that was business related it's an homage but see if you need to follow spec a b and c five guys gonna bid for it they're gonna be five look similar watches so let me let me take another angle here on where i find it could be okay and why so for me a big part of it has to do of the company it comes from one of my problems with steinhardt is that their story is kind of You don't hear much about the story of how they built that company, of why they designed their watches that way. And to be honest, I just find that they're 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 trying to take old designs that'll never be remade and they're 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 taking an opportunity and they're making good quality watches. Now let me give you another example. When you take, for example, um what's uh Dan Henry. This guy is a watch guy, has probably if not the most well-renowned or famous watch collection ever. And everyone, like Dan Henry is like... Bigger collection than yours? <laughs> much. <laughs> But he has, Dan Henry is known for having the most amazing watch collection. Is what he's doing with taking famous pieces from different decades and making homages to them with good quality where he's not trying to replicate them exactly. Well, I find an attachment to it as I see the story he's trying to tell And I attach myself more, and I said this in the first podcast, it's the relationship I have with what the watch tells me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the re like when a watch comes out, it goes, this is why we built our brand. This is how I built it and designed this watch. I'm like, that makes it more attractive to me. So the heritage. The soul. And I find it has more soul. Um, so if I, I'm trying to like uh, classify this. Uh, in this case, though, uh, the, way I, the way I see it, I think that he makes homages to uh, a specific time period. He doesn't make an homage to a watch. He makes an homage to an, a watch of a specific era, right? It's an homage to that era, an homage right. to that. But okay, it's not yeah. an homage to a particular watch. Like, I, because what I mean is, I'm against, let's say, the homages to a specific watch, right? When they cop, almost copy Almost them, copy, right? right? But like, it's, it's a very different definition, let's say, of an homage, right? If it's an homage to an era, he creates his original designs, right? But they, are, they look similar to, let's say, watches from that different specific time, right? So I'll give you one, another one. Laurier. I'm a big fan of Laurier. They're making old vintage watches that look very similar to uh, Tudor Submariners. You know, their their divers are very Tudor Submariner vintage style. And Tudor Submariners homage. are very vintage v Rolex. Very Submariner. vintage, exactly. <laughs> but when you look at it, but they but they're, of an homage. But they're definitely not copies. Just get inception. There's definitely a nod of them. Or this guy NTH, the guy John Keel or whatever his name is. No, it's not John Keel, but John NTH. Hmm? Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. But they make uh, these watches. They have like literally the Tudor um, snowflake hands and the way that the dial is shaped, the matte blue. The, it's very uh, Black Bay-ish. They're homages. But when you hear the, the, the owner who designed it, it's a whole other... I, I find there's a complexity to it when I kind of know what the brand is doing. And I think another one that I, I really like a lot is MK2, Mark II where this guy, Bill Yao, he started his whole thing by, um, you know, he used to take, make modifications for people and sell watch parts. 
He used to do mods for for people, and then he ended up opening a company, and now he makes his his own watches, and now he makes some really high quality um, homage watches. Like he makes this Mark II Gen uh, Paradive, uh, like parachute watch with like fiber, and it looks very, um, you know, uh, true to the original, to those original right. military Paradive watches. Are that okay? For me, what I, I I like the story that the guy has to tell in his company, but then when you see a company like Pagani or Tivise yeah. or these Alibaba brands Par- that are making Parnas, Parnas they're making a lot of companies on the AliExpress, right? Yeah, fifty dollars, and you're getting you're getting something. L'Oreal looks exactly like a Submariner. Is it ever okay to buy that watch? And Anthony, no. There you. Well, how about this? Anthony bought it because he wanted to make sure that he would get the GMT Master Two. It was a disposable. That wasn't a spec it was an investment. Watch though, I, I, no. I, it was it was terrible. It was like, but but it, it's fantastic though. <laughs> was how it like much? I watched my friend bought in uh, New York. But you know, thirty two days. <laughs> it, it, yeah, <laughs> like it's fantastic though, and I got to give some credit to the, to this company. I think it's Parnas or Tivisa or something. Tivisa, Tivisa. Tivisa it was Tivisa. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- like the watch was like fifty bucks. It was an automatic movement. Yeah, with like a exhibition case back. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Stainless steel, yeah. sapphire crystal, even L'Oreal. L'Oreal, it's like sixty bucks. It's sapphire crystal, and you can get a Hulk version of that. So uh, we're getting ripped off by all the other brands. Oh yeah, for sure. And here's the other thing. But, but that's why they exist for so many years, right? They build up the brand so that they can charge you so much money. And I don't care what people think, you know, because what attracts me is the story of them. But some people they go, I like it because it looks like that, and it's like, wow, this one looks so much more like it. What are you gonna do? You're in a coffee shop. Hey, night, some mariner. No, man. Said you know, <laughs> that's like you're not gonna be happy to say that. Yeah, it's like you're trying to fool somebody, and then if you actually fool them, what are you gonna do? Actually lie? You're not proud of your watch at that point. Well, I don't you, like that. You, you run, you run. Yeah, I'm just. Turn around, I want to be proud away. of what I'm, I'm wearing, right? So, to me, I, I'm not too attracted to it because if you take to to who to homage watches, <laughs> I do like, I do like boutique brands. So I'll give you one, Monta. So. You guys know Everest brand bands, Everest bands. Yeah. So they make these super high quality uh, bracelets, straps. Sorry, for Rolexes. They started that, and then they started a watch company called Monta. And their watches are about two grand in Monta, right? They have the GMT, they have a diver, but their diver, it's like two grand. Their bezel is a sixty click bezel, and their bracelet is so good, they have a patent on it. They actually patented their old bracelet. When you see that, I'd rather have something with a little bit more soul. And yeah, it does have a homage uh, kind of feel to some of the items to it. But to me, it's a winner that way. And I'd rather do that. Or Seiko, that has like the first Japanese chronometer, the first fucking quartz watch, the first automatic chronograph ever, the first automatic watch in space. A brand like that, can't you find something? Yeah, it is. Demo was looking the at first automatic like, watch in space, not auto, not chronograph. I'm not happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy to hear like, that. What uh, challenge? What, what? <laughs> called the Speedmaster? Yeah. yeah, but when you see that Seiko does all that, it's like maybe I could find something that that brand offers that I like, and I think that would win over any, you know, Steinhardt of the world to me. Right. So. I, I agree with you. Like, as, as if I understood, and if I if I'm anyone, if I if I'm like our listeners, and you know, if I understood, uh, you would say um, you kind of you you agree that homage uh, exists uh, deserves a place to exist. If it's an uh, homage, to, let's say um, a, a sto- like a, a, a era or a, a particular uh, trend, let's say from history, right? Or no something copies. that has a story, right? No but copies. Not a copy. No copies. Uh, if you want to sell something, if you want to buy a cheap. Fifty dollars, some mariner homage or whatever it is, 
to validate that you want to buy Submariner, by all means. Uh, but if you're like, I want to buy something mid-tier, something I can wear every day, buy something you'll be proud to wear. Not because you're trying to fool people to think you're wearing something. Oh, is that a Royal Oak? No, I'm wearing a... I don't even know their names. Uh, <laughs> Rise. <a> Rise. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, there's like those... I, I, yeah, yeah I, there, there's some people who don't mind uh, that at all, right? They're just going to buy it for what it looked like and they know yeah. it's not going to be a sub and they don't give a shit. It's the same reason that people... A badge cars. Well, it's how, how many BMWs do you see on the road with an M badge and it's not oh, an M car? Yeah, it's, ter- yeah, it's terrible, right? Mm. And they don't give a shit. They but that's, know it's not an M car, but they like the badge, they like the way it looks. I agree. And you know what? Like nobody likes the badge because they're trying to get people to think that they have something they're yeah. not. They don't, right? Yeah. So someone like you, it probably bothers because you immediately see that like they don't even have like two, uh, four exhaust pipes in the back, right? Like you can yeah. see like it's like a small engine in there, right? There's no like body kit. There's no. You can see this is like the a trim, yeah. different uh, uh, wheel size, the profile, and, yeah, 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 everything. <laughs> but everything. Yeah. Like I'll be honest, I know friends that they think that I have the latest model of uh, my uh, latest generation of my car, right? And I'm like, no, there's like two he generations. He goes, yes, of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> if you rub right, off, it's, it's actually 10 years old. I actually have a Porsche, you idiot. I can't remember if some, I can't remember it was, um, uh, I can't remember like, I was walking with someone and we saw like was his name two guy? BMWs, two BMWs of different generations next to each other and, and that person couldn't tell if they're from a different generation. Just because, they don't give a shit. People, exactly. If somebody <laughs> doesn't give a shit about a car, they won't, look at the details right it was the same way you do yeah I know um, look there's demand right you can still go to Canal Street and buy yourself a fake Rolex right okay People so let's love that. so now I'll, t- I'll take that argument fine I'll pay 50 I bucks I'm not giving it no no Good 50 bucks it. I'm gonna go buy uh, a fake Rolex it's fine now let's talk about a Steinhardt and above to you know Steinhardt 600 US dollars we're getting close to a grand here Does, is that where you invest your your, your funding for a piece because I think if you don't give a shit, you're not going to be spending. I think close to a thousand bucks. No, for sure. On a watch, so th- that's where I'm. I think I have trouble, and I think that's mo- more what this conversation should be focused to. That person who says I'm going to spend a grand, maybe it's not my first watch. Do I get an homage watch like this, a Steinhardt? For, for me, let's say that you, I'll go with like me with Dejano. That's more or less a thousand dollars. It's the same reason with people who buy like uh, Beats headphones. There's a brand behind it. There's a look behind it. There's some sort of quality, but it's never going to be the quality of a way better brand like my Ojo Technicas I have right yeah, now yeah, that even agreed. can be sometimes cheaper than that price point for those beats. Yeah. But the beats you just said because they're marketing, right? It's marketing. Well, it's marketing, like Daniel Wellington. It's the same like, thing. It's it, all marketing, right? It, it's marketing, but there's yes. a good watch. But there's some, but, like, well, marketing. There's some stuff that look good behind point. it too, right? So most people who buy Dr., uh, beats by Dr. Dre, they're bass heads. There's a lot of bass in those headphones. But they also are. And I, I can't, so I they're looking like, for something really particular, and they events uh, invest some type of. So money. What, what what's the watch equivalent to Beats? What watch is flashy that <laughs> one knows? It, it sounds like you Carl, farted Carl in the just mic. had a stroke. Yeah, <laughs> but but he didn't. He didn't fart <laughs> he didn't. in the mic. It's just it's just, just his, it's just his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my face on the mic. I, I don't know, man. You, you tell me. Well, you, you well, you're the one who brought up Beats. Yeah. <laughs> So I have um, this bicycle from Norco. It's like, okay, <laughs> what's your um, point? <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. Like, let me, I, I got to think for a second, right? Because basically the way I look at Beats, it's it's a very nice package and uh, a subpar product, right? But that's an so, interesting thing, the Daniel Wellington. But no, they well, don't Daniel pretend Wellington to be is, watchmakers. But Daniel Wellington is an extreme case because they are a $10 watch in a $300 package, right? Yeah, that's not a good comparison. Uh, Be- that shouldn't Beats, mean this. Beats is about, let's say, uh, we'll $150. <laughs> 
150. It's not like I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, like I would love to uh, Daniel Bryan to send us watches for review. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> please sponsor us. Please sponsor. Yeah, please send us watches uh, and st- uh, straps. You're very oh, so many straps. <laughs> it's just just it's send us NATO straps, please. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So let's say it's a. I would say it's a comparison about for about let's say a a two hundred dollar watch and a three hundred dollar package because Beats is not bad, right? Like, and I think they're pretty good. It's okay. They're. I would for, compare for it. the money you can get way better. That's the thing. Well, yes, if you go for like a professional, like a Sennheiser or Audio Technica, they that's what they do. They do professional audio equipment. So yeah, Beats is is a marketing company, right? Yeah. They buy someone else's uh, uh, hardware and they package it and put their own label on it, right? Um, but a Hamilton khaki but field at four hundred bucks, a Longines at four hundred bucks, a uh, um, I think a Tissot. A Tissot Swissmatic is like 500 bucks. I think a Timex, some recent Timex releases could be Beats because they're nice, homages to older Timexes, but the price is terrible. Yeah, they're overpriced. Well, like uh, the the Accutrons, right? The new Accutrons uh, and the prices that they, well, because they, they started to use their own separate name, right? So you have the Accutron Space View, the, the new watch came out, it's like $3,000, right? I think it's more. I think it's more, like five right? grand or something. What? Yeah, but, it, yeah, but it's a it's, crazy watch. It's crazy electrostatic like, but, movement but, but, but there, it's but it's money. but is it really worth that money? I think it's. Is you know what? Overpriced. I give it. Would you buy it? What? Would you pay five thousand dollars for that watch? No. Okay. No. But here, here's the thing with with the Accutron. Uh, I think they really took a risk. They went back. To, I have an Accutron. Right. Yeah. But not, I'm but a bull of a T, right. T space view, right? But not a five thousand dollar, right? No. And what's the difference? Mine's gold. My, uh, no, no, no. The, I, I think the movement is a little bit different. That one uses like electrostatic. Uh, it's a different. It's like different. You but know, is it is it justified? Like, like how much no, is your well, regular Boulevard Accutron? Mine was like fifteen hundred bucks Canadian. Okay, because okay. it's gold, but it's gold. So if it was a steel version, Thousand? it'd probably be eight hundred, nine hundred right, bucks. So right. So what's yeah. I, I, what I'm trying to do is try to figure out what's yeah. the four thousand dollar difference. Right. I don't know, but that you know that movement. I just have to say this. Interesting. You know that if you leave it, <laughs> if you put it in your safe, your someone's law watches. If it if you leave it off like dead. For a year, you, no, you can't. You can't get it back ready. You have to send it back to Japan. Send what, it back what, to Bolivar because the, you, can't, you can't get it back ready. There's a there's something in it. The, you, you have to send no. You have to send it back to the shop because there's no way to get it back going. You have to. I don't think they have to jumpstart it or something. You can read up about Car battery. This. You have to send it back to Japan if you leave it dormant Charge. for. You leave it dormant for like a year or something. And a lot um, of these people are going to buy this watch. How does it work? Is it a battery? Is it? Do you have to wind it? Why does it stop? And then, well, why, why wouldn't it stop if you keep wearing it? If you don't wear it, you put it in your safe for a year. Okay. It ends up. It, it ends up losing its charge. It stops working. But what? So that's it. I'm kind of curious. Like, how does it work? Is there um, uh, like I'm not an engineer? Ask Carl. Yeah. I'm not an engineer either. Oh, well, ask Alex. Wow, you misled us. Yeah. <laughs> I've never said that. Wow. Um, my turn. I guess I can go on by. Uh, no, yeah, I, mean, I guess there's nothing else. Yeah, sorry there's nothing that. better to talk about, I guess it's your turn. Yeah. No, but I think, look, <laughs> just back to there. We're talking about the Steinhardt mid-tier. That's what you're asking to me. I think if you're talking to someone five, six hundred bucks, you're talking, you can get into the Prospects line of Sumos. Or not Sumos, sorry, of Seiko's. You can get into the to some of their Presage collection even at less than a thousand bucks. And you're getting something that has a little bit, I find more personality. Or you go into these boutique brands like Laurier that can give you a $500 watch that they designed that has homage feeling to it, but has more personality than some company from Asia that you never heard of that just comes out with something that looks good and the quality might be a little... Mm-mm. That's how I look at it. Alex? Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
Um, so the reason I bought my uh, Geno from Kevin, <laughs> it was mainly because I was on the fence for Rolex. And I needed to see if a Submariner was for me. So on the fence as in like they were not letting you in? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the AD in Montreal is like <laughs> going again. <laughs> Go back to your fence. <laughs> no, Stay so behind I, the fence. I was on the fence, right? It was like the Submariners are a lot of money. Are they really that nice, right? Yes. Yes, they are. But um, so I was like, I'm on the fence. And Kim was like, oh, I was thinking of selling my Genoa. It's pretty much spec for spec. Do you want to try it? So for like a day or two, I think I was wearing the watch. And I was like, it's not making it for me now, but I'll buy it from you. I'll see if it grows on me. And uh, it did over the course of a couple months. I wearing it, comparing it to my other watches, the daily wears and stuff like that. It did something. And I started to understanding why the Submariner, the 40 millimeters, not the new one, <laughs> uh, wears so well. And why is it a classic in uh, every sense, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the thing is, after that, after wearing that watches, no one ever thought it was a Submariner. But a lot of people asked me, Oh, nice watch! What it is? Right? So a lot start... of people also don't even know what a submariner is. I know, right? I know, I know. So just me to explain to them. But every time it's a watch, <laughs> give me time. Every time explaining to them what it was was kind of long, and uh, at some time you get just bored of it, right? Just explain a bit an homage of that watch because that watch, I can't get it at least not yet. And explaining that all the time is just a lot of energy lost, right? As I was thinking, um, why should you or not buy uh, an homage? Um, I think. You get it's either because you can't get the original piece because of budget or accessibility. Uh, so for Rolex, that could be both, and uh, and or if the homage do something that the original don't. Sometimes uh, you look at a watch, you like it like at ninety five percent, but there's something that's bothering you, and you find an homage that doesn't do that. For example, that could be a reason why you go with an homage and not an original. Okay, right? Because it's. Do just, you have an example? No. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> We'll take your word for it. <laughs> it just maybe right for uh, uh, well. Can an homage do something that doesn't? You know what? Fine. How about this? The original watch that it's mimicking had this issue. This maybe with the movement. I don't like maybe that with it the says bezel. Rolex on it. I, I, I like for it to well, say something else. Well, or maybe no, 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 no. Not that it says, but it's like oh, maybe the the bezel had this issue. Da, da, da. And like for a fraction of the price, I can get it this one, and uh, it's new. I'll, I'll it could give, be that as well. I'll give you an example, right? People you might want not want to buy vintage. But you don't want the crown guards, right? Oh, you, crown covers. Exactly, right? Uh, so you find an homage, it's, the, it's spec for spec, but without the crown guards, right? Yeah. So the, it does something that the other one doesn't. It could be something on those lines. Right. Just, right. I, I was trying thinking of ideas why you could buy an homage and what it would make. It has to make sense. Yeah, I think for we you, need to right? also define an homage better, right? Because I defined it my first as question, a, right? I said I defined defined it. like I defined it for myself as a homage, as in a copy of a famous watch. That's a replica. Right. Uh, well, no, it could be not, homage. Because an homage could be, you know, You're like you know, using different uh, different uh, different mm -hmm. types of hands, right? Mm -hmm. That's already not a replica. But the case, everything, yeah, everything in the field, the and dial, the writing. Yeah. So yeah. there's obviously there's different levels, let's say, yeah. of an homage. Uh, I I agree, uh, but I, I completely agree with Dan Henry. I really like those watches. Uh, and I, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Because it's an homage to a particular historical moment. Right? But what if that company came from Singapore and you didn't know, or Malaysia and you didn't know anyone it's who owned it? It's a story. It's a story. The owner as well, right? It's a story. It's a story. And you kind of, uh, yeah. knowing who the guy is, you kind of 
have a lot more trust into into uh, the watch it's that he made because I'm pretty sure they they meticulously thought everything through right when they were making those watches. I always say a watch has <laughs> to have. I always say cash <laughs> guy. I always say it's only funny for us. No one else knows exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, I always inside humor is best humor to, to me. <laughs> Um, a watch has to have some kind of soul to it because I do think it has some uh, yeah. something living to it. And if it comes from a, a mom and pop shop, I'm, I I find that more uh, attractive than uh, uh, a small company or a company from somewhere that you don't quite know who the owners are, where the factory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they go like, "No, we make our watches. We make ten watches a year. We make them out of our shop in 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 this state or what, this country." Um, what do you think of Invicta? <laughs> that, that was the answer. I mean, it's, it's a pretty. <laughs> They've been around for a long time. I think that the com- it became very big. You know, Doc's a. Tur- but they, got- they, they, they almost make it a purpose to not have uh, a face. Like it's just yeah, a big shop, mass production. So let's let's talk about three big brands that we're hearing a lot about. They sell them a Long Island watch and something. AV8, AVI8, Spinnaker, and the third brand is they have another one. Mel- nah, I don't know, but there's. They're they're a consortium of like five brands based out of UK, like, but they make tons of watches. Every model you can find, all this, you know, that like that company. What's all you're making? Yes. Yeah, and and Seiko. Yeah, but you know, they have a little bit more to them. I find they were just they're they're better watchmakers. Oh yeah, for sure, and because they have a division they where they history, make right? they have history. But they do have. But Doxa, a, a lot of homages. Doxa got a little bit turned up because they they were bought by a company now that's this massive consortium where they have no like seemingly no soul, and it turned me off a little bit to them. Did that when Jaguar and Land Rover was bought by Tata Motors? You got turned off too. I didn't buy any watches then. By, by you mean Jaguar when they were okay? Jaguar and Land Rover now they're owned by. Another I heard company, Jaguar. Right? Okay, uh, Jaguar is what you're talking about. Jaguar, the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, no, but I mean, one of the I didn't biggest car a, company in the world. I just do cars. I, 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 I didn't sorry. own a Land Rover I'm, before, I'm, and I continue not. So I'll give it. you guys a, a a perfect example. We can discuss this right now, for, real quick. Invicta, is it, is it, is it perfect? Invicta no. bought Glycine. Glycine's a yeah, brand that's yeah. been around for a long time. Yeah. I just bought a Glycine. A GL two four four, I think it satisfied my black my Breitling Blackbird Avenger that I couldn't get. I bought a GL two four four, the uh, the Glycine sorry, and Glycine was bought by Invicta. And then you read about reviews where they go has now because Glycine been bought by Invicta. Does it lost its value? Is the quality different? It's you, a com- combat combat sub, combat right? sub yeah the Ford. And then you I was hear looking at them as well. Yeah, and you hear you hear people saying well. They, cut, they they basically came in apparently and gave them an influx of cash and they kind of let them operate their own way. I think that's a piece of it. So when companies were bought by larger car companies, I don't know if Tata came and said, you're going to now use our pieces. And no, they kind of let them operate yeah. on their own level. At that point, it's it's okay. And you'll hear, for example, the inverse. When you hear um, uh, Orient, people go, well, that's a Seiko. It's like, well, just because they're both owned by Epson, who makes cameras doesn't mean that they're spec for spec the same. They might be using, I'm sure, the same suppliers for certain pieces of their watches and yeah. their movements, which but, would then help, but it's not like, well, then if you buy an Orient, it's the same as a Seiko. It's like, not necessarily. So I, I think there's, yeah. there's, there's shades to what you're saying. Cool. <laughs> so while we were talking about that, just rewind for a second real quick to the Bulova Accutron. Okay. And so I, I have uh, some something else after I wanted to point out about uh, uh, the Rolex forty-one millimeter so, case. Okay, in one second. So 
Let's begin with the premise the movements are coarse-based in terms of the regulation system, powered by battery. Only the battery does not need to be replaced in the new Accutron. It's recharged through kinetic energy. In principle, oh. it's similar to the Seiko's rotor kinetic quartz. But it, so instead of recharges the battery. It has two small turbine-style rotors that move with the motion of your wrist to create energy. They don't do it via a connected gear that turns a traditional generator. It creates electrostatic energy, which is then captured via these electrodes and then sent to an accumulator, uh, which is the electric electricity to power the timing system that it comes from. So the idea is that once this di- once you leave it inactive, to get it going again, you have to send it back to Japan after like a year or something. Okay, it makes sense. I understand. Yeah. So that that's but, the complexity. And you and you were by, right. I'm sorry. By it, shaking it, you won't start you, recharging after, it. After, I guess uh, if after it's been off for such a right. long period of time. And you were right. It's uh, thirty three hundred bucks. Okay, that's that's, God, that's a lot. That's a lot God of money. Damn. It's a it's lot of a, money. Ch- it's not chump change. It's, it's eh? too much. It's a lot. Uh, a lot. Um, yeah. I just really wanted to mention the Rolex. Uh, uh, new releases because you were talking about your spec to spec Genoa and you mentioned that you know it's super comfortable because it's the 40 not 41 yeah. and I I spent some time obviously I don't own one uh, but I, uh, I've read some reviews and apparently unless you're like a hardcore enthusiast it's like no it has to be exactly 40 millimeters you won't see the difference it's, first of all it's impossible to see the difference one millimeter the, and it's the lugs that tell which which is which right uh, the lugs the lugs are thinner on the new one and now if you uh, look at the two side by side Little you know what angular. the old one kind of looks a bit too thick like uh, it makes sense uh, 41 millimeter obviously is not noticeable and apparently it's extremely comfortable yeah it's super comfortable, the 41 millimeter. Apparently, but I have never, I've, really tr- well. I've worn a f- number of Rolexes. They're all comfortable. No, but it's true. I've tried them on. They're all comfortable. Have you ever tried on an uncomfortable yeah. Rolex? No, no, I don't <laughs> own a Bugatti. I don't own yeah. uh, Rolexes. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wore my, I wear my Raketa. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the line. Top of the line. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, they're all very comfortable, those straps. But yeah, as you were saying, it wears well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of I kinda like the new uh, Rolex releases. What I, about the? I don't like the the a million different color schemes there for the. I like it for the day yeah. just. Not I like the, the green. Or the the, the uh, oyster. oyster perpetuals. What do you think about the oyster perpetual going from thirty nine to forty one? That was the so thing the, I liked. I disliked the most. I didn't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. that specific watch has to be smaller. I think the thirty nine. They do have the thirty six, right? And that one is. It's just that they they've had like. 36, 33, 39, 41, right? 33, no, 34, 36. 34? So I, I can't, they had a lot that they probably had to get rid of one. But the 39 went to 41. Remove, they chose to remove the one that's in the middle, I guess. I think it was 39 was perfect. But I, I agree with you. I think 41 is a bit too large. And you know, there was that rhodium gray with like the blue indices on that 39 that was top. Really, really great Oyster yeah. Perpetual. Yeah. Apart from that, uh, I'm uh, I quite like the uh, the subs. Don't necessarily like the color choices. Though. I, I used to. I I, I, I really like the uh, the Hulk, all, all green. <laughs> and it's gone. Oh, that's really uh, good. But now you have Kermit, right? Yeah. And I'm not sure. I'm not sold. I don't like the the different uh, colors on the uh, dial and the bezel. Unless, yeah, unless, I love it's, it. unless it's a GMT master. Unless it's a GMT master. <laughs> but that has a purpose to it. Yeah. Course. I have another question for you guys on homages. And yep. here's another one where I was reading and I said, well, maybe that's acceptable. What if it's a vintage? What if it's something they don't make anymore? And you're like, I don't want to buy something old. Who is making the homage? Doesn't matter. Uh, here, I have like a good, really good example with that too. Well, at least it'd be the first one. Okay. Yeah. But, but no, no, but you can, as long as you're not going to talk about cars. If you talk about cars, then I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Fold. And I'm Fold. out. Fold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Did you both saw the movie uh, Ford versus Ferrari? Yes. I don't know what any of those are. I saw the, Ford versus Ferrari? What is that? 
What Cars. What, what movie is that? Was it a comedy? Do you know what a movie is? Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <It's> Maybe. <laughs> as long as there's no follow-up questions, yes. Uh, there's uh, uh, This movie came out like a year ago or so, right? Yeah, with Matt Damon. Yeah, and Christian Bell. <laughs> it was um, excellent. It was really Matt excellent. David. So... Kim, who doesn't even like shit like that, but she watches it, like, yeah, this is a good movie. Like, yeah. Rush was an excellent, excellent car movie, right? Even so, in that movie, right, there's Carl Shelby, uh, Matt Damon, and you see pretty much all of the Shelby Cobra America's cars of that time that defined a whole new era for the cars. I was going to choose a Shelby for my car yeah, episode. Remember? This is a watch podcast, by the way, Carl. Just... Yes, let me finish, you son of a gun. <laughs> so... um Shelby in the 60s redefined all the cars with the Cobra and the GT40 for mm -hmm. racing the Cobra for the street, even if it was kind of crazy. It, the 427 engine that they put in the Cobra was a race engine. So it was like it was changing the game of a street car. The thing is, let's say you watch a movie and you say, hmm, I want one, right? I need that in my life. I want a Shelby Cobra. Those things are really cool. Let me look online to buy a Shelby Cobra. So you found that the last. Cobra 427 and 65 um, and SC, so the competition variant, at auction sold for 2.5 million USD. God damn. Exactly. A lot of cashish. Exactly. And that's right? when you that's go, a well, lot of you cheddar. know what? I don't think I actually need this in my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of cheddar. Right? E exactly, right? So it's a lot of money. And the GT40s are go going for tens of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So what's option B, right? Uh, well, there's... Option B. <laughs> so option B. I take option B. <laughs> uh, so option B is there's kit cars that are kind of replicas, or there's even uh, manufacturers right now that have um, a concentration VIN numbers. So there's Superformance uh, in Texas that are building their homages, but they're they're so close to the originals they like have pretty much seventy percent of the same parts. That Shelby America give them the rights to use the contention of the uh, VIN, so the vehicle identification number. So you're buying one that's built in 2020, let's say. It costs you $220,000. And you could continue to use the number down the line. Yeah, but you're still in the same VIN, right? The same series, the same reference numbers. And it's 70% of the same thing. But is that exactly the same as what we're talking about? Because you just mentioned the car costs 220K versus 2.5 millions. That's what ten percent of the value, well, right? I don't know how percentages work. Okay, uh, I have a, so I have, a, I have an exact yeah. watch. Um, I have an exact watch example of what you just said, and I want to know what you guys think. So you can look it up. There's a company called Gevril, G E V R I L. They make a. I'm looking up shit. They make. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> they make a Paul Newman Daytona, that is so exact, that you can even swap out the pushers of the chronograph and put it on the Rolex. Everything, like, look it up. The Gevril G2 Paul Newman Daytona. Look that Look that up. And that watch sells for multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah. But it's because you cannot get a Paul Newman Daytona. Like, you just can't, right? Exactly. So it's option B, right? So I my whole a, point with that is, they have a, I think at some point, the homage is the only solution. Do they have a permission from Rolex right. to do that? I think they change enough of it so they don't get sued. I, my, my, I have a small problem with that and that that is them basically profiting from someone else's hard work right by using a successful design I that's my iconic design yeah it, it's a bit of a that's a little bit of an issue and and then somebody who I, I, you see, knows you see enough that as an issue I see that as there's a hole in the market and they're just filling it well that's what she said <laughs> Right, I just well, hold her hole in filling it. <laughs> I don't know how market has to work. So, this uh, market, why is he filling the hole? 
<laughs> because I, I just going in people like there's a lot of people who want something and they just can't get it. The yeah. same thing with Super Performance, right? When they're building those, they, they're they're so close to the originals that what they use for the movie. Hmm. Right, so what we call the hero cars, like the cars that you do the close close up shots and everything, they're all super performance cars. Right. So and there's even um, s someone in the U.S. who bought a super performance cars and changed the like thirty uh, percent left for that was not original to original parts, and now it's considered an original car, just built later. So do we agree that the issue here is trying to pretend to be something you're not? Is that kind it's, of like the the, the, um, the thing here? You can, you're trying to make something and advertise it as something that it's not. I Bajeno is not trying to advertise. Here's the next best thing, you know. Like my name, it is. That's my dating profile. Next best thing. If the next best thing is the only thing well, you can get, well, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Time's ticking. <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> for for me, I feel that it's is right place is uh, if you can get the original. Or it doesn't make sense to get the original. So discontinued, but it's okay. So let's give some but good examples now. Go ahead, if Dima. you can't get the original, you can't get the original, right? Yeah, That's, but you you love it so much. What are you gonna do? You get the yourself? Too. Change your tastes and buy something you can't get. I don't know. That's what we would say, right? Yeah, like I, I that's how I, that's just that's how I see it. I don't know. That's, you know what I mean? Maybe it's that relationship. like, no, no, get yeah, the next best thing. I don't know. For me, sometimes things are like visceral. You just really want something specific. Dude, right? if you can't get the girl, you don't Find date her sister. Best thing? You don't date her sister. Why not? No. <laughs> fuck why out of the family. You know? If she's like 90% the same, why not? <laughs> Probably even more than 90%. Right? It's like the next best thing. You We're just going down it. a dark path, guys. <laughs> 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 because the idea is that they don't make it anymore so how does that mean that means she died or something <laughs> then what's the next best thing that's just weird you don't do that okay, anyway that's uh, my that's my <laughs> question on that right I, I just feel that the the best place for homages is when you cannot get the original for either like it's impossible to get because of quantities accessibilities or budgets okay so let's start would you buy um, yeah. let's say a Louis Vuitton but it's like Louis Vuitton with two E's right that's not what it's I'm saying that's a but, replica but, but, like but trying be, to, it, it could also be different enough that it you're not gonna call it a replica, right? It could be similar, but very, very similar. Or that's a fake, I should say. Why well, like says same name, but replica. My, I have Desert Eagle, point five zero. Yeah, <laughs> right. So <laughs> like, no, is it, if it's <laughs> almost the same name, but like they fuck it up so they don't get sued, that's like a fake. It's that's like buying like uh, when I was a kid, I uh, I had a lot of like but fake like Adidas, and uh, it was but, like Adibush. Yeah, but, pu Puna. Uh, Goddamn. But my Geno doesn't say <laughs> Rolex on it or Brolex, right? Adihash. Goddamn. Uh, that was good. <laughs> say it. No, just like, he's Michael Jordan. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> I got some Jeremy Jordans here. The what now? <laughs> Yeah, she's <laughs> your good brother. It's better than basketball. Why do you sound like Turkish when you say it's by? It's Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan, great cricket player. <laughs> he was the best cricket player in his block. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God damn. Amateur. Amateur cricket player. So, yeah, that was pretty much it. I just, I mean, it was, it was quite where I feel that the right, so homages are. So, let's run through it. They don't make it anymore, and you want the next best thing, yeah or nay? Why not? Nay. 
uh, again, I, I have to qualify either are we are we copying something that they no. don't make anymore or are we making something that's similar? Well, his Shelby thing is a different example. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure thing. if I think the same. Okay, okay, cars. you know what? It, it, it's not okay Shelby on, on Sir Performance Cars. They never okay. said Shelby anywhere. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you're very angry. You're just, very angry. Just, just, uh, yeah, just... Right? So... <laughs> kids are listening. Just, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. I hope, I hope they're not. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Doxa was open then, bought by a consortium. They're making the same fucking watch that they did before. Spec for spec. They bought the company. New guy bought the company. New ownership. That's his first name. Yeah. <laughs> new guy. Yeah. And it's new guy green. <laughs> oh, it's always colors. It's new, I don't know because <laughs> there are other names, guys. And he also has the word guy in his name. Exactly. Just now it's first, his first name. <laughs> Imagine she was a woman. It'd be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah okay so that's a name buying a cheap cheap watch because you're never gonna want to pay 10 grand for the real thing what do you do no I don't think no? so uh, no for me you yeah. can buy something at that price that's better just just invent for quality at some point right even you in the case like so Anthony was definitely wrong he should have never even bought that piece of crap he should have just bought the real I thing I, right I, no, I, yeah. I don't think so because he wanted to try it on right but yeah. I, I just don't want him to be right Oh yeah. Does that make sense? No, no, yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, he's, he's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. Yeah. But if you other people out there you want to do it, you can. <laughs> to to you know validate your purchase. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I think yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. But with Anthony, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's wrong. No. Wrong. <laughs> Everyone else? Yes. This Everyone guy. Else? No. no. Okay. Uh, he can't be right. And then another one. Or um, so watches that definitely have done their own kind of design but are paying homage to different styles. That's okay, yeah or nay? Yeah, why not? Uh, styles, uh, yeah. So like Dan Henry, right? Dan Henry, Laurier. Yeah, they're yeah, doing like totally a vintage, totally uh, vintage. As long style. as it's an original design. Now here's the last one. I have one case that I was on the fence on, and I want to know what you guys thought. No. Okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> was it was that an answer to it was whether uh, you didn't want to give me money. So great, I'll take your money. Um, Breitling had the Navi timer, of which they surrendered the patent to, and Zinn bought it. And then ended up making their own Navi timer, pretty much, with the Zin 903. And people say that's an identical copy to Breitling. But they took it the, the design fair they, and square, and they, they made their own version it, of it. If they bought the rights to do it, then that's completely that, fine. That's completely fine. Legally, but a lot of people say, well, you're just making a Navi timer copy for a fraction of the price. But, but, but that's why they Is paid, it a copy? But they or? paid for it. Right? Well, Breitling was ripping people off. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> mm. If they... I think in this case I am totally okay with it because it's right. very square they paid for it. Yeah, so, this is yeah. this is a night timer. Exactly, but the Zin no, nine oh three. It's a little, little bit of a, like a little Zin uh, or Zin. Zin. Well, Z Germans. So yeah, Zin. <laughs> Z Germans. Can't argue with that logic. Yeah. You know, so back in the nineteen seventies, during the dark days, the quartz crisis, Helmut Zin, he did a deal with Breitling. Dark days. Oh, the quartz crisis. Mm -hmm. And they allowed the German uh, firm to create Referring a chronograph. To the of electricity. <laughs> the chronograph timepiece that brought Navi timer famed around the slide rule. Okay, another one. Yay or nay? Smith Severest. Smith's was bought by a company, Time Factors. The guy now owns the brand Smith's because they went bankrupt. And he remakes the watch that went up Everest iconically. Uh, because uh, it was, it was like, the, um, the Smith's Explorer, like Explorer yeah. but it was the, there was a, a watch made by Smith back then the PRS 25 and then he ended up making uh, uh, an homage to it literally and that's what he calls it it's an homage to that uh, to the expedition watch that went up Everest yay or nay that, um, in that case I, know, I don't know no, enough about that watch to, yeah, to make so a decision is, what would not... make it a yay or what would make it a nay when you say that what um, would you need to know I'm just curious 
so what's the story behind the making this watch? Is this an homage to a specific Rolex? Are they copying the watch? Or no, 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 no. An homage so, to a particular so Smith, time period. Uh, there's a story behind it. The story is when uh, they climbed uh, Mount Everest, okay. Tenzing Norgay and Edwin Hillary. Ed, Edwin Hillary? Yeah. It's two separate names. Edwin Hillary? Edwin. Edwin Hillary and, you know, Tenzing Norgay. You just... Making up names. Guy Green. Making up names. Guy, guy Green. <laughs> so when they went up and they met Joe Black at the <laughs> met, top. Met Joe Black guy. <laughs> Joe Black guy who was living at the top of Everest at the time. Of course. Because of course it was cheaper. Well, the rent is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, air is very fresh. Air right? is very yeah. fresh. Electricity. Uh, there's a lot close to the sun. Yeah, close to the sun. You don't need electricity. Um, it's so <laughs> you can practically touch it. It's so close. So the idea was that... Um, there was um there were two watches that were used to scale Everest. There was the Oyster Perpetual, and Smiths uh, had another uh, Explorer watch as well. the uh, The Expedition it was called. Was it also the same uh, similar design as the Explorer? Pareil, yeah. Okay, but how did the original Smiths design appear? It what uh, what do you mean appear? Well, uh, um, the because it looks very similar to the Explorer. That's right. So. They just the, made it. That was the watch they, they made, made when they went they up. They copied it. That's right. Okay. So they all went up, but that watch actually has history. And then the guy bought the brand like 30 years later after it shut down, reinvented it in his own way. And now he says, this is my Smith's Everest homage. And he sells it for like 400 pounds or whatever it is. It's like, you know? Uh, I'll go with the uh, meh. Nah. Yeah, I'm not no, sure. No, I'm not meh. sure. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. It's between the year and the year. I don't give enough of a damn for that. Yeah, really. So the you see, it's the best. I, I, I would just say, just... like, I would just say, uh, anything that's a copy, uh, it's a no. Anything that is a slightly different or has a bit of a story, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to be nitpicking at uh... slightest story. So, see, character soul. It comes back to what I was saying. So that's in- interesting. Perfect. Those are my questions, guys. Cool. I think we can. So it, we're more laying to be very careful because we're not convinced. There's other shit out there that you can buy. Pretty much, that's more. But a replica, a replica for me is a is a name. For, for me, if yeah. it make if it makes sense for you, that's fair enough. Yeah, guys, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, for Pretty sure. We're, we're, the what day, the right, fuck do we know? Why are you listening, listening to us? us? Like, yeah. who are we? Right? Who are we? We are actually nobody. Yeah, we're nobody. We know. Yeah, like I'm Alex. Listen. It's nobody. Don't ever listen to us. We're good. Um, I think it's uh, I think that'll be an episode today, right? That's it. Yeah. So we're ready to wind down. Guys, thank you for tuning in. If you liked our podcast, please follow us. Instagram, Big Black Clock Official. And email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your comments. Send us uh, your... Dick pics to uh, Carl. Send dick yes. pics to Carl. Hate mail. Hate, Hate mail. mail. Pics, yeah. uh, you know, money to Dimitri. Yeah. So, uh, endorsements. Um, also, endorsements. Please. Yeah. If it's death threat, just be original with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have so many. Uh, we yeah. get so many. Just be creative. So just send us your ideas as well, comments, anything you want to talk about. We'd like to hear your opinion on homage watches. Would you buy one? In what cases would you? What cases you would not? Would you suggest it? And, you know, let us know. We'll follow up on the next episode. So on that note, I'm a Meet Joe Black guy. I'm <laughs> Signing guy, out. I, I'm Guy Green. I'm Guy Green. And I'm... Uh, Sean White. <laughs> Sean White. That's a snowboarder. He exists. He's I'm, very Jeremy, white. I'm Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> a famous cricket player. Bye. Take care, Bye. guys.